working on your business versus working in your business. You hear that if you're in the business world, that it's recommended that you need to be working a lot on your business. And today I want to share with you a little bit my view on this, considering the fact that, you know, we have six restaurants, about 120 staff total, and we have four children. Um, our kids are, you know, our son, Luke, he's 11. And then all the way to our youngest, Jack, he is one and a half. So it is incredibly important for my husband, Matt and I, that we work on the business to move this business forward. I started working in the business hundred hours a week, just like everybody else for a few years. And then I realized I'm going to be stuck in here in the dish pit and making pizzas. And my husband is going to be taking deliveries. If we do not graduate to the next level and no one's going to graduate you to the next level until you make a decision in your head that you need to make time to work on your business. And so I'm going to share with you tips on what has worked for me in getting us to where we are today in hopes that it'll serve you. So if you are finding yourself working a lot in your business and you want to find out how you are going to get to a level in a place that you mostly work on your business, know that there is hope. Again, we're in the restaurant business and we don't work the restaurant itself anymore. We still work a lot. We work on the business and more money generating activities, more innovation, moving the company forward. The first tip I have for you is that you need to guard your time. If you don't guard your time, nobody's going to respect your time. People don't respect their own time. Um, and for us in our restaurants, I have a lot of people who are teenagers. They're in their early twenties. They're not married. They don't have children. And I am always in a hurry. We, I have four kids. We have a lot of staff. People will not honor and respect your time. You need to respect your time. When you're meeting with people, set a time, end time, as well as a beginning time. This meeting is going to be 3 to 3.30. Rise up and leave. Guard your time. Act like your time is worth way more. So let's talk about it. If you are, and this is a math you can do. If you are hoping to make a million dollars a year, and it says, okay, if I want to make a million dollars a year, and I, well, say profits is for us in the restaurant business, right? I'm going to be making $100,000 in profits. So if you're making $100,000 a year uh, in profits for our easy math, and you're like, you know what? And every week uh, in 52 weeks out of the year, you are going to be making this much in profit per week. So if you're making profit per week this much and you're working 40 hours divided by 40, that adds up to be $48. Now, if you want to make 300,000 a year, that times three, that means about $144. What am I saying? You need to know your hour is worth $150. If you are hoping to make 300K a year profit, if you're hoping to make more, you do the math. I'm just trying to tell you a mathematical example. So if my time is worth $150 an hour, and I'm sitting with you for two hours of my time, that's $300 worth of my time. So if you don't value your time, because I could be, instead of spending that time, whatever the task is or the thing is that I'm doing, I could be setting up a marketing campaign for our restaurant. I could set up a partnership with another business. I mean, there's a lot of different things we can do in solving a leak and a problem that could solve, bring in thousands of dollars. So I could create systems that's going to, bring more freedom and cohesiveness in the company. There is a lot of things you can do with your time. Know what your time is worth 
you need to know that. So if I were to ask you a number, would you know, I have set myself to say my time is worth $500 an hour. So the tasks I do better be worth that because that is what I'm shooting for. So what is the value of your one hour? And you need to be guarding your time. Like, you know, you're like a president secret service guard of your own time. Oh, you will always be stuck working in your business. I promise you. Second tip I have for you is to theme your days. So for example, on Fridays, you're going to work at your look into your finances. When you dig into your finances, that is working on your business. Cause you're looking into where the money is going, where the opportunities where the threats. When on Mondays I work on marketing, I did that for years. Mondays were my marketing days. First day of the week, it has better be my top priority to grow sales on the company. That is working on the business, setting up campaigns, looking into what are going to be our marketing strategies in the next month and the next two months. Dedicate an hour or two of your day first thing to working on your business because the problems will come your way as soon as you open that door. We get phone calls. This broke. People did not show up. This happened. We got a letter from the government. I mean, what else is new all the time? And if you are a firefighter, you will always find fires to put out and continue to work and be stuck in the business. Make time, theme your days. As I'm saying, marketing, you're going to dig into your HR stuff and come up with HR systems on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, you're going to spend a couple of hours and work on your HR systems. That's what you do on Tuesday because that's the theme for the week. Third thing is that if you want to be working on your business versus working in your business, you have to work on profitable problems. You can work on a lot of problems, some problems you can fix and it's a $10 problem. A problem you can fix could bring in hundred dollars. You will have problems from $10 all the way to thousands of dollars work on problems that if you solve them, either is going to bring you a lot more money or freedom of time. It has to bring you something that is going to be worth you spending the time. I find myself still working on a lot of problems. I love finding problems to work on and I sure find whatever I look for. And I tend to not be mindful of this myself. And I find myself working on little problems all the time. And I need to remind myself to work on profitable problems. Last but not least, you must have planning routines in your business. That is you as a business owner, you, that is working on your business. When you have quarterly routines and planning sessions with your business partner, in my case, it's my spouse. You know, we, we meet quarterly, we plan out the quarter, we set sales goal. What are going to be the strategies? What are the projects? What are, we do a SWOT analysis, which I'll have a video down below, um, which is, you know, studying your strengths and weaknesses and all of that. Then it is monthly routines of planning the month. What are the campaigns coming up? Then weekly routines. So you would kind of have this a little bit of a bird's eye, eye view of what is going on in your business. If you're in the business all the time, fulfilling orders and whatever, and you don't sit back, you don't look at your finances, you don't set goals, you don't dream a minute, you're going to get incredibly exhausted. Make time to plan and take pleasure in doing it. I love planning sessions. I mean, that is fun being out there hustling about, you know, handling all the problems. You know, I like sitting and making time, going to a coffee shop, looking at my calendar, planning the week, planning the month. I love it. And it has served me well. I'm actually very curious. What is your planning routine? What is your planning routine? Do you have monthly meetings? Do you have weekly meetings where you plan your business? What's next for your business? 
sales. What's next for your business? You have to have a sales goal and how are you going to hit it? Let me know down below in the comments. Last but not least, you must make time to reflect. You cannot beat yourself up that you're stuck in operations and I never get this right. And I don't know how to get myself out of it and being hopeless. That's not going to help you. And we've all been there. Okay. I'm, I'm not telling you that I, I've been there for years. I was there and you must make time to reflect. You need to, again, have those weekly meetings or monthly meetings. You look back, what were the good? What were the bad? How can I do better? You get to be dangerous if you are somebody who is good at this skill set, and that is to look back, reflect, learn the lessons, move on, and do better. I still make time to reflect. I constantly rearrange my calendar. How am I going to allocate time to what? So I plan for things because if I fail to plan, I'm certainly planning to fail. And as I said, this is going to be ongoing work to constantly choosing and prioritizing, working on profitable problems and problems that bring the higher return on the investment of your time. All right, friend, let me know your thoughts on this show. If you are on the YouTube, be sure to like this show, leave me a comment, subscribe so you don't miss any future shows. And if you're on the podcast zone, I would love it if you would leave us a review and or send us an email to uh, makingdoshow at gmail.com. I would always love to hear your thoughts. And with that, let's get back to work and make some dough. Thank you. Bye-bye.